Opening day of baseball. Let's talk to our buddy Kent Merker, played in the major leagues. Kent, how long did you play in the majors? I played 17 years in the majors. Okay, I was going to guess close to 20, but I appreciate it. Kent Merker's with us. 20. Yeah. So do you got the way baseball structured? Is it like football where you play longer, you get more benefits when you retire? Uh, yeah, for pension wise, it, it's you're fully vested at 10 years. So any any years you play after 10, it doesn't change your pension. Okay, got you. You know what's weird about this uh, season coming up and today's opening day is that I think baseball's done a fantastic job of screwing it up from the standpoint you had the labor, <laughs> the strike. And then they bring it back, and you're trying to sign guys while you're in spring training, and you have opening day, the first day of the Masters when Tiger's coming back. Is it just me, or there's just there's buzz, obviously, because it's opening day, but it's not like the positive momentum you'd like to see. Torrey, you nailed it. Uh, I've been listen. MLB uh, obviously always going to be provided me a pretty decent living over my years, but they've got to fix a lot of things. I mean, they need to get fan interest back involved. Uh, they're, they're losing a generation, in my opinion, of, of the youth that should be tuning in, excited for opening day. And just with all the politics of this and all the money that's going on with this, uh, it just needs to get fixed. I, I think the owners at this point, the majority of them, they're more concerned with the playoff revenues and the TV deals, and they're kind of losing, in my my opinion, losing touch with the actual viewers and the people that want to actually go buy some tickets and go spend a day with their families. You probably you probably won't agree with me on this, and not many people will. I'm not a fan of the universal DH. I like that it's different, and I like that. And I know with now that you're playing, each side plays each other. It's a little different, but I kind of like the strategy. And you were in the middle of it with you know teams in Atlanta and Chicago and Cincinnati, where there's some strategy involved. I got to take, I got to keep this pitcher in because I want to pitch in this batter at a certain time. I just like the National League style of play because I actually thought there was more managing and strategy behind it. No, I agree with you 100%. Oh, okay. I, but, but, but I'd go one further. I, I don't think the DH should ever have been implemented. I, I think that both leagues should go with pitchers hit, you know, because there is, there is a definite advantage to an Amer- or a National League club in the World Series and the play, or I'm sorry, the World Series, because their guys, American League pitchers haven't picked up a bat all year, right? And then once yeah. they see that they may get there. So there is an advantage to a National League club as far as the lineup. I think in the playoffs, but I, I think it should be, I, I think the pitcher should hit in both leagues, but the union's argument, and I understand it is the DH creates another high paying job, right? You're going to pay a guy 10, 12, $15 million can extend some careers like an Albert Pujols, for example, guys like that. You get to see some superstars hang on a little bit longer because they don't have to play defense anymore. So yeah. I understand both sides, but, I'm I'm the guy that, and as a pitcher, I loved trying to think I was a good hitter and running bases and all that stuff. <laughs> I was horrible, but I wanted the opportunity to embarrass myself, not just on the mound, but at at the plate. So. Who was the guy back in your day who was the best? I remember, was it Mike Hampton of the Rockies? Yeah. He could yeah. hit. Carlos Zambrano could hit a little. Yep. Hamp, Hampy was a great athlete. Hamp was actually a guy that could have played cornerback at, Florida State, Florida, and he had offers from some big schools. But, yeah, dude, I think 
I think Hampy ended up hitting close to 25 or 30 career home runs, if I'm not mistaken. And maybe I'm a little high on that, but it seemed like he had four or five every year. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. Hey, what's your – and we're talking with Kent Merker, former major leaguer. What's your thought? We were talking about this yesterday when we played a clip of the new computerized system they're using so you can't steal sign where the catcher pushes a button and it's like one for English, two for Spanish, three for curveball, <laughs> four – Push five if you're a current customer. Push six if you forgot your login. I mean, it, is baseball doing too much to complicate this, or are they trying to come up with a solution with a legit problem? No, Torg, it's it's ridiculous. I mean, part of the game is sign stealing, right? And mm-hmm. if and if and if you think the other club's picking up on your signs, then your responsibility as a pitcher and a catcher is to come up with different signs. I mean, I think that's all part of the game. You know, replay was enough for me. Once you went to replay, I, I, I fought replay for a while, but I understand its point. Even though you can't use it, you only are limited to how many times you can use it. So if you want to get it right, why can't you try to get it right every time? But as far as this, I mean, I get technology, and I understand it's 2022, and it's and, and I'm a dinosaur, but there's certain parts and aspects of this game and nuances that I believe – should always be part of the game, right? And now you're eliminating more human error or human whatever you want to call it. You're now taking that away from the pitcher and the catcher, and you're just computerizing it. And, you know, I compare it to we used to go run around all day and play outside. Now kids stay inside and play on. This is no different. It's like like an easy way to – I just don't like it. Yeah, I don't like it at all. No, I'm with you. Kent Merker's with us. Hey, let's talk about the Indians, and I thought a lot of the Indians fans maybe be, be a little relieved that Jose Ramirez signed a deal. But you know what? When an owner's selling a team, and this is not just for baseball, this is for any sport, they're not going to invest in that payroll. And until this – and I know a guy from Philadelphia invested a minority share, and he might take over. But I think Kent, agree or disagree, until Dolan sells this team – it's going to be a couple lean years where they might not invest a lot in it. Well, no doubt. You want, you want your, obviously your balance sheet to be low for someone to come in and buy. Uh, but the thing is, listen, that's the beauty of baseball. There's, you don't have to have a big payroll to necessarily win. No, cause and, they got a good pitching got, staff. They've got a, I was just going to say, they've got a really good pitching staff. And if those guys can stay healthy, you, you know, you've got a chance you're in every ball game, right? Like for 162, you've got a chance every night. And, they just stay healthy and that team's got a chance and and Tampa Bay proves year in and year out you don't have to pay a lot of money to to be successful you just have to have the right guys at the right time and make sure they stay healthy but now they're not they're not going to spend a lot of money the next couple of years because you know obviously the 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 lower that payroll is the more enticing it is for someone to come in and buy them hey how sad is the reds because if you're a reds fan Years back, yeah, you struggled, and Dusty left, and Brian Price was there. And I was actually one of the few people who said, don't fire Brian Price because you're not going to be good anyway. But they developed a, like a good minor league system, and yep. then they invested some money, and they went out and they got Trevor Bauer, and unfortunately for them, they were stuck in a 60-game COVID season, which kind of screwed their window. But now they're just dumping everybody. I'm not sure if they even have the minor leaguers where you can look at it and go, well, the future's bright. It's just been a bad offseason if you're a Reds fan. Yeah, and, and you know what? Again, it, it, not for a sale purpose, but it, it's again, it's, it's going to be a couple lean years for the Reds. 
as far as they're going to develop some young pitching. Hunter Green is, is going to be very intriguing this year. They've got another young left-handed pitcher, uh, Nick Lodolo, who has a chance to be really good. I mean, though, again, that's a team that, that may surprise people with their pitching this year. But, yeah, as far as offense, I mean, obviously you got rookie of the year there in India. You always got Joey Votto, but he's getting a little older. You pick up like a Moustakis. I mean, it, it, the Indians and the Reds are, are, are very similar in the fact that there's going to be a lot of people no one's really heard of on these clubs, but they could surprise people. Do I think they're World Series contenders? No. With 12 expanded playoffs to 12 teams, do I think they, they could be – potentially get there if all things click sure but yeah i mean it's this is a time and and that's the thing toward you know this with the indians especially these windows in baseball are short and you've got to get them while you can the indians are are known for having great teams and just missing that losing what back-to-back world series and or 95 and 97 in game sixes and sevens those windows close quick and owners are like, listen, I'm, I spent a lot of money and I'm not getting the benefit and the result that I want. So why should I keep spending money? But um, hopefully the two Ohio teams can stay healthy and, and perform better than, than most of us think they're going to do. Yeah, but, but the Reds, young pitching, I'm telling you, Hunter Green and Lodolo are going to be pretty cool this year. Yeah, right? I've heard of Hunter Green. I mean, that's, that's a name that's been on the radar for a while. So it'll be interesting to watch him. I just like the food options in Cincy. <laughs> well you got skyline automatically they are pretty good food options yeah you got food options there hey uh generally on the league and this is what one thing i don't like about baseball and one thing i like about baseball i loved in the late 90s watching those yankees teams bernie williams jeter uh you know they just had the homegrown young guys develop into a world series champion and it seemed they seemed to screw themselves when they started buying the twenty million dollar first baseman, bringing in a Rod, bringing in the you know the star from another team, and then they took that that kind of the chemistry that they had with the young guys and screwed it up with a bunch of superstars. And I believe they only won world, one World Series after that. I look at the Dodgers. And I love those Dodgers teams from, like, even though they didn't win, Merck, they still had the chemistry of the young guys, and you knew the team. And now it seems like the Dodgers are, we got more money than everybody. We're going to spend $30 million for a player. We don't give a crap. Uh, I'm sure they're going to win. I'm sure they might win over 110 games. Who knows? I, I just don't like the – I th- weren't they just good enough before they had to buy and spend $25 million per position? Absolutely. And you know what? I think the Mets are probably the guiltiest this offseason yes. doing what you just said. Yes. And and here's the thing, Torg. Once this game shifted to where all teams bought into analytics, and, and when I say they went all in, these teams are going all in. Yeah. So they're they're no longer factoring in, like you said, Jorge Posada. You had Jeter. You had Paul O'Neill. You had Bernie Williams. You had that same core of guys that went Jim Lyrics. Yeah. Yeah, and and they don't put a there's there's no analytics that shows team chemistry, right? And yep. and when you play with the same guys, you come up in the minor leagues with these guys, and you you know each other, you become family, and you you struggle with them, and then you win with them. And now they're just like you said, they're going out and trying to find the guy analytically that fits in this lineup at this position. But does he fit in the clubhouse, right? Does he? Add to the chemistry. Is is he a guy that's not going to play well with others, if you will? Like, there's so many other factors because you're talking 162 games 
with 20 off days and spring training, you're with the same group of guys, 225, 30 days a year. And not everyone's going to get along. So, so that, that chemistry factor to me is more important than going out and paying twice as much as you, you would normally pay to get a guy because analytically you think he's going to fit well in that lineup. Yankees, if, if nobody else have, have proven that that doesn't work necessarily, you can spend the most, like you said, what's it been? Twenty years since they've been to a World Series. Yeah, it's been a long time. Hey, before spent a hell of a lot of money, you know, trying to get back. And let's uh, before we wrap up, you sent me this video, and we talked pickleball with you. You've introduced yeah. us to pickleball. You sent me this cool video. I have sent this video. Your buddy is opening up the first twenty four seven pickleball facility. We need to, and I'm about to lay a challenge down on you, but we need to start a QFM Torgan Elliott. You got to talk to your buddy who's running this, the first ever Torgan Elliott pickleball tournament. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, because by the way, we we talked the last couple of years about pickleball. You need to try it. And this this facility, Torg, it, it's called the Pickle Shack. Uh-huh. It's it's up in Delaware, off 42 and, and section line. I'm telling you, my buddy Dave Gannam, great guy. He's all in on this. He loves the game, and it's amazing. It's the most popular sport in the country. But he brought, he flew to Oregon to find the technology on this flooring. It, mm-hmm. It's the only flooring east of the Mississippi, literally, that has this rubberized flooring. I played last night for two and a half hours. Woke up today, and I'm not sore anywhere. And I'm 54 and old, and I'm banged up, and I felt great today. But this is going to be a really, really cool facility. It's 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 six courts. It's indoor. It's heated. It's air conditioned. The lighting's great. The flooring's great. There's going to be a clubhouse in there with televisions and warm up areas. It's it, it's a really it's going to be a it's going to be the easily the best place in the state of Ohio. All right. So here's the deal. I was talking. And, to... and by the way, let's yeah. do the challenge. And and we can we can make this a monthly or annual thing. But I think it'd be cool to do do some kind of charity event tied to a charity or whatever and you guys bring your best we'll bring ours all right well we have we have a uh, red white and q fund so maybe we'll do a tournament we'll talk to your buddy and we'll set something up behind the scenes so i was talking to zach born you know zach about uh sure. you know the pickle shack so me and zach <laughs> want to take on you and jerry in a game of pickleball done and we'll, you, you just- and we'll let you know we're going to pick on jerry the entire time well, I'm not going to let you pick on Jerry the entire time. I'm going to poach and get over there and take some stuff out of the air. So, All right. So we'll but, get it going here behind the scenes, and then we'll tell the listeners about it. We'll set something up, dude. We'll get some pickleball going. Well, hey, and by the way, I'm I'm, I'm going to probably move in over there. So anyone that wants to come out and hang out, come say hi. I'll be there. All right. When's it open up? Uh, he He's looking at a, at a mid-May date. Beautiful. Uh, like May 15th, but I'm telling you, man, you're going to get hooked on this tour. You're going to play it. I know you fought it. You're going to play it, and you're going to get hooked. You're going to be a gym rat. Beautiful. I just got a ping pong hey, table. Is, I'm in. Is Born any good? Uh, he says he's not, but he's athletic, and he's good at ping pong, and he says he's going to get – he's just going to poke out, get on Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks, Ken. All right, guys. Thanks.